Welcome to the New Horizons podcast. New Horizons Life Skills is a Nashville nonprofit that has served individuals with intellectual and developmental disabilities for 50 years. Since our founding in 1971, we have believed that each person has a unique story to tell. This podcast will be a place for people from all different backgrounds and with unique abilities to share their stories, victories, and challenges with the community. We hope you enjoy. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of the New Horizons Life Skills Podcast. I am super excited to have Alice Sally join me today on the podcast. We have collaborated together on the Down Syndrome Association of Middle Tennessee's Young Professionals Board, um, and I just kind of want to give her a chance to introduce herself. Awesome. Um, like we said, my name is Alice, and um, I am the newer recent president of the Young Professionals Board with the Down Syndrome Association of Middle Tennessee, and I'm also a mom of three kids and a wife of a husband who's amazing, and um, my husband's name is Eddie, and my three kids are Clark, Emmeline, and Keely Ann. Emmeline is our middle child, and she has a wonderful extra chromosome um, that makes her a little extra special. And so that is what has kind of led me into this world of just advocacy and momhood and all things crazy with um, really just merging lives together to form a thicker community for families with Down syndrome um, intertwined. So I'm super excited to answer all of your questions and um, just spread more word about it. Yeah, definitely. So you kind of, you know, touched on this by saying she has an extra chromosome. You know, some people listening might not really understand what Down syndrome is. Can you kind of talk a little bit about what Down syndrome is? Yes. So Down syndrome has a few different forms, um, but Emmeline has the more typical um, P21. So she has three extra chromosomes in all of herself, essentially. Um, so it makes things for her just a little bit harder. She started speaking slower um, at a later age. She started walking at a later age. She's done everything just a few steps behind her peers. Um, But what I have found is that she tends to catch up. It just is at her own pace or at her own way. And so now that we're five, we are, I mean, we just started running a few months ago. So she wants to play soccer and mom is not ready for her to play soccer. Let's put it that way. So we live in this world of everything is a few steps behind um, and it's just a little bit wilder. Yeah. So obviously, you know, New Horizons Life Skills, we mainly support adults um, above the age of 18. But since Emmeline is five years old, what is it like to be the parent of a young child with Down syndrome? So I would say it is the same as being a parent of a a neurotypical kid Um, in the sense of you still have the same worries and fears. They're just a little bit more heightened. One of my friends said it well the other day. She said, I'm always like prepared for the next crisis. And I will say up until about the age of four, that's where I lived. I lived in the world of, oh, my gosh, are we going to potty train? Oh, my gosh, are we going to talk? Oh, my gosh, like, when is the next Vanderbilt visit coming? Um, But now that we're five and we're, I mean, we have IEP meetings coming up in the next month for kindergarten. 
that is the new thing. It's like, what do we need to do to prepare her for life? And so it actually like really merges with what are we going to do when she turns 18? Because what I think forward to is what kind of degree does she need? Does she need a um, degree to just continue life? Do we want her to get a degree so that she can go to full-fledged college? What are the capabilities of all that? So I love that your job is to just kind of be there at 18 to say, okay, this is where we are. This is what we're doing. Um, Because I feel like as a mom with a young kid, sadly, that's already what I'm thinking about. Of like, what are we going to do when we're 18? Um, rather than sometimes, oh my gosh, what are we going to do when we hit kindergarten? So it's a, it's an equal turn, but being a mom of a kid who's young, it's really fun. Um, because she right now is developing true relationships with her peers. And so that is really fun to watch really from the peer point of view. So I get the honor too, of working in her school. So during the work day, per se, I'm a before and after school programmer. So I get to work in her school and I get to watch her peers fall in love with her. And one of the teachers said the other day, she is the ultimate community maker because she has no filter on loving people. So it doesn't matter what you look like, where you come from, how you do anything. She tried to jump on my son's best friend. He's in a wheelchair. And she tried to jump on Wake's wheelchair the other day and was telling him, like, trying to, like, push his gadget to make the wheelchair go. Like, she has no filter in loving her friends. But it's been really beautiful to watch her friends fall in love with her and ask where she is or ask, can I go to Emmeline's group and play with her today Um, and just chase her around on the playground and do experiments with her and engage her in life. That is my dream to ultimately just, like, not even have to use the word inclusion because it's just going to be such an inclusive world that like, we're not going to see the differences. And if we, when we do see the differences, it'll be beautiful. It won't be, Oh, well, she's different. So she can't do this. It's going to be like my friend Emily came along with me today. Oh, cool. We're going on a bike ride. Let me make sure that she can keep up with us. Stuff like that. Um, So yeah, it's, it's really, it's different, but it's not different. Short answer, but it's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I think, you know, one thing I've learned, especially, you know, now working for a disability provider is just the amount of community that comes with being um, in this world. And it's not any different from, you know, communities outside of this, outside of this realm or the disability world, I guess you could say, but it really is important to have those connections of, you know, when they do go to school, talking about, where they're going to go to middle school and then high school and then what happens after 18. I think the beautiful part about this community is that, you know, everyone is there for each step in some way, whether it's hands-on or just, you know, we're going to talk to you in a few years when they reach this milestone or this age. Yes. Oh, for sure. Um, I think community has been key um, for me. So Emmeline's story is we didn't know for sure that she had Down syndrome before she was born. We didn't have any testing done. We knew there was a chance because of a heart condition they suspected that she had. Um, and so walking into that life, I think I was more shell-shocked with the heart condition than I was a kid having Down syndrome because I grew up, my parents did a great job. Um, I had friends with all different kinds of abilities. One of my dearest friends had Williams syndrome. So 
to me, having a kid with a different ability just, it didn't save me. It was more of, oh my gosh, what do we need to do to get her heart functioning? You know, um, will she need surgery? Will she need all these things? And so I didn't submerge myself really into the Down syndrome community until she was six months old. Um, but I will say it's been really beautiful now because I've had random friends throughout the years from college or childhood now have kids with Down syndrome. And I'm the first person they call and they're like, what do I do? And I'm like, oh, my gosh, nothing. You just celebrate that you're having a baby girl or a baby boy. Um, or I've had friends of friends who were like, oh, my gosh, I know a girl you need to get in touch with. Here's her number. Um, and so I think it's a very unique community, but it's really cool and beautiful once you like kind of submerge yourself in. And I'm the mom that like, we do a lot of regular life, um, outside of that Down syndrome community because I have two other kids and a husband that's an athletic director. So Emmeline knows she's different, but she knows that she's not different. Like she is still held to the expectations of like putting her dishes in the dishwasher, brushing your teeth every night, stuff like that. Um, but the gift of the Down syndrome community is, is I can call another mom and be like, please tell me, like, it's going to be okay. Like, when she wasn't walking yet and we were still stumbling and falling and stuff like that, like, it, it, that was the time where I was like, please tell me we're going to get there. And they were like, yes, she, she's going to get there. And if she doesn't, that's okay. Like, she's still going to be able to do these amazing things. And so I think even just having friends with kids that look like her has been super helpful. Um, and then having other moms who just rally around this idea of like a culture that is inclusive, but also allows them to have other kids in their life. So they grow up seeing someone like them. Um, and then just sending each other $5 on Venmo when you know an IEP meeting is coming being like, go get yourself some coffee. It's going to be okay. Like you can do this. Um, or celebrating big milestones like potty training. That's always a really big milestone for kids with Down syndrome. Like celebrating those together when like your friends probably celebrated those three years ago. I celebrated that when Emmeline was four. Um, and one day I just woke up and was like, we're going to do this. I'm ripping off the Band-Aid. We're going to do this. And I knew there were other moms that were like, you're right. You can do this. Like it's going to be messy and it's going to be harder, but we celebrated at the end of it. And so it's a really unique community and then you know as they grow up and as you get deeper into IEPs and then you know they turn 18 and you're trying to decide do they go to a program like you do or do they go to Vanderbilt and do their program do they go to Clemson and do their program um we're very I will say blessed in the middle Tennessee community um to have what we have we have FRA that has a better yet program that is specifically for kids with Down syndrome we have um, the, our Down Syndrome Association is just booming. Like, they're just amazing. And then the school systems around us, like, they truly believe in our kids. And that isn't the case everywhere. So the community has really rallied around us. Um, the moms in our community really rally around each other. And then, you know, you can even go up to my friend Brittany, just turned 31, and she has Down Syndrome, and she works at Kroger, and she is doing great things and she just lives her life like a typical 30 year old. Um, and so it's really cool. But once you're in it, you really know that like, it's, it's basically a family, no matter yes. what school or what program or anything, 
you know, there's so many links that connect everybody. Oh, yeah. And it, it like you said, they say, like, once you're in, you're in, like, to the point where if you have a kid in the hospital, they're going to bring you food, whether you want it or not. They're going to bring you a sunshine bag. They're going to bring you food. We have sweet women in our community that quilt for us. And, like, when Emmeline had her first surgery, they brought her this beautiful little quilt, and she still sleeps with it. Like, it's little things like that that, like you said, you don't really know the community until you know the community. And, like, once you know the community, there's no going back. Um, my best friend doesn't have a kid with Down syndrome, but being my best friend, like, she kind of has had she has submerged herself in it and you know they come to events with us like they request okay so down syndrome day is coming up what are we going to do you know so i think it's really cool and beautiful to watch kids with down syndrome or different abilities rally the people around them that wouldn't necessarily have stepped into that community had it not been their love for the kid whether that's down syndrome or autism I've seen both, um, or even cerebral palsy. Like it just, it takes that kid to really, you know, put something on your heart and then it puts something on your kid's heart. And that is what is going to spread the inclusion and the love and the normalcy of having a disability more than putting out a flyer. So yes, middle Tennessee, it's grown. I would say more in the last five years than I ever imagined, um, we're becoming more just vocal in the fact of it being normal for people to come around. Um, and they've been great doing trainings and events and all the things you could imagine to bring opportunity to those families with disabilities, but also to their friends and saying, come alongside us, like come to the buddy walk with us, come to the Easter event with us, come to um, all the things like it's really been cool to watch the community rally behind these families. As someone in this community, I have always admired, you know, just the way people come together. But I'm also glad that you brought up Down Syndrome Day because for those listening, if you are not aware, uh, March 21st is World Down Syndrome Day. So, Alice, is there a way that your family celebrates that together? Yeah, so we do a couple different things. Um, we usually make a really goofy shirt. Um, my favorite one we've made so far is we took Emmeline's face and I photoshopped just her face out and blew it up and put it on a shirt and said, I'm with her. Um, and we just wear them or we may wear our buddy walk shirts. Those days we ask all of our friends and family to wear something Down syndrome related, um, whether it's blue and yellow whether, um, you know, they make a donation that day. We ask them to make a donation to either the Down Syndrome Association or to a cause called Ruby's Rainbow, um, which we can touch on that in a minute. But um, you can also wear two mismatched socks um, representing the different chromosomes. Um, You know, you can go out to dinner and just simply celebrate. Um, I think there are a lot of different things. I know our town, I'm in Murfreesboro, and... Um, our city hall, um, where our courthouse is, they're going to light up the courthouse blue just to like symbolically say we're with you. And so there are some families that are going to meet there and take a picture and just simply celebrate that community. Um, Home Depot in Smyrna is going to light up for the next few days and they're going to have blue and yellow light, spotlights on their building. And so just looking for those opportunities, Penn Station has been great and they are doing donations if you, when you buy through there. 
Um, and so, but our biggest thing as a family is we usually make some kind of goofy shirt. Um, we spend time together. We just have a day filled with goofy socks. Some days those are, have been in school. Um, this year it's on a Sunday. And so come Monday, I'm going to go into Emmeline's classroom and we're going to read a book. Um, I love going in and reading books that aren't necessarily about Down syndrome, but have a kid in the story with Down syndrome. So it's, it's more of an inclusive book that kids can just see the art and the nature behind having kids with different abilities. Um, so we're going to do that and we're going to take in some cupcakes and we're just going to have a fun time and spend time and just celebrate the differences of the world. So it's a great day to wear blue and yellow. It's a great day to throw 21, I would say $21 because of the 21st chromosome. Um, that's like a little meal to McDonald's at this point or, you know, to Starbucks. Um, so giving $21 to either the Down Syndrome Association of your town um, and I love to say of your town because I really think it's important that we rally around our community. So whether you're in Florida or whether you're in Middle Tennessee, you know, send $21 to them and say, like, we're behind you or send $21 to Ruby's Rainbow. And Ruby's Rainbow is really, really special. So they give scholarships to kids specifically with Down syndrome when they go to college. And so they really rally behind those kids to say, we believe in you. We believe in that next step. Here is a scholarship, and these kids have to apply for it. They have to have, a, you know, into a program before they can get a scholarship, all the things. Um, but Ruby's Rainbow is one that I'm just like, yes, like, let's do this. So either one of those, both of those, all of the things, um, we just kind of try to push love into that community on that day specifically. Yeah, that's awesome. I know I'm. I'm already thinking of what blue and yellow thing I can wear on yeah. Sunday. Um, oh, yeah. Yellow yellow is not my color, but I will make an exception. Well, you can always do gold. Like, I feel like gold yeah. is close to yellow. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, you know, we have kind of been talking about Down Syndrome Associations, you know, across the country, but we have been connected because we are both on the Young Professionals Board at the Dunn yes. Association of Middle Tennessee. So I just kind of want to give you a chance to plug the Young Professionals Board and the uh, Down Syndrome Association itself um, for those that are listening. Yeah, absolutely. So like Lee said, we are connected because of the Young Professionals Board. Um, which is kind of a new and upcoming adventure for us. And um, essentially our part, the way I see it, is to come in and support the 20, 30, late 30-somethings um, of our community that have Down syndrome, um, but then also going in as the young people and supporting our Down syndrome board and saying, we're with you, we can do this, what do you need from us? And kind of being the feet or whatever they need. Um, I'm really hopeful to bring just some um, skills that um, our board has to the community to say, okay, what do you need for your kid to be successful? What can we set up for you? Do they need interviewing practice? Do they need a connection to a job? Um, okay, they're not ready for that. Do they just need a buddy to go get coffee with? Like trying to really cultivate just that that younger adult community. Um, Cause I do feel like we do a really, really good job with babies 
We do a really, really good job with um, elementary school kids. And then once you kind of hit middle school, like, I mean, middle school for everybody, I don't know about y'all, it was a really awkward time in my life. Um, and I know it will be for my kids. And then you hit high school and then you're like, okay, what are they going to do next? But then they hit adulthood. And it's like, okay, now all of your friends are getting married. They're going to college. Um, but what a fun age it is to just be that age. And so I see our board just kind of really going beside these people and finding them, finding their parents, saying, what do you need? Um, how can we love you well? Um, while in the midst of just raising some money for our Down syndrome board. Um, but yeah, the Down Syndrome Association of Middle Tennessee is just absolutely phenomenal. Um, Alicia and all of the women who work for us for that association work their tails off, especially in a year that we've had where it's been pandemic and you don't really want to get your kids out. They have found ways to do virtual craft nights. They've done virtual um, art stuff. They have done virtual Halloween stuff. Like they sent Santa to my house to visit Emmeline because we weren't really sure how that was going to work, how we were going to get her in or any of my kids in to see Santa this year. And they said, don't worry about it. We're going to send Santa to your house. And you would have thought that was the best thing since last spread. Like it was absolutely phenomenal. And so they really go above and beyond and they get creative. Um, and all of those women have kids in their life, um, whether they are kids they love or their own kids that have Down syndrome. So they get it. They get that life. They get that role. They are passionate about it. Um, and then I feel like they really do a good job of inspiring our community for people like Yuli that like have jumped in and said, like, I'm all in because really our young professionals board is just young people who love down syndrome and want to rally behind that. It's not necessarily like I'm in the rarity having a kid with down syndrome. I think there are only two of us that have kids with down syndrome. So the rest of us are just people who want to bring light to Down syndrome, which I think is absolutely amazing and what we need. Um, so, yeah, if you ever want to get more information on the Young Professionals Board or just on what's going on and how you can get more involved with the Down Syndrome Association in Tennessee, um, somethingextra.org has all of our stuff on it, from applications to get on the Young Professionals Board, spots available for our um like big, as I call them, the big board, um, and then just all the events going on and how you can donate, how you can serve, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I I found the process of joining the Young Professionals Board very easy and far yeah. more fulfilling, you know, than I was expecting, especially in a year, you know, like like we've had where fundraising events have been kind of awkward and yeah. you know, it just takes a little bit of extra planning to do something that normally would require minimal planning. Yeah. Um, but I, I strongly encourage anybody listening who has the desire to join um, to go to somethingextra.org and just submit an application. It's a very short application um, yeah. and then you get to be a part of a great group. Yeah. Yeah, and we're kind of starting off fresh, and we're going to get the ball rolling and figure out what it's like to do young life, like young life board in the middle of the pandemic that doesn't seem to be going away. Yeah, exactly. Um, but Alice, I just want to say thank you so much for talking with me today. I have loved it, and I hope 
that I can have you on the podcast again sometime soon. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime. Thanks for having me.